all of these sort of COVID after the fact features. It kind of sucks there now, but I, I mean, I guess yeah. we're ready for the next pandemic. We are ready for the next pandemic. And I, I, actually, I don't know why I repeat what you said there. That, that was a whole nothing, Steve. <laughs> Welcome back, podcast listeners, for episode number 38 of Not To Be Technical, our 40th yeah. recorded episode. It's your boy, No Cursing Knopf, and... And me, it's Charlie. Uh, no Cuss Charlie, if you couldn't think of a nickname for me there. Yeah, No Cuss Charlie. Yeah. Cuss Free Charlie. Cuss Free Charlie, yeah. So, very timely. We did get some feedback recently that uh, some of us, the hosts on Not To Be Technical are Gary. dropping a few too many F-bombs. Gary, we're looking at you. In office, I'm actually really actually looking at you. But that's okay. You know, we don't claim to be for children here. You know, we can curse here and there. We'll see how many F-bombs in office drops today. I might drop some too. Who knows? But I think the more important thing to focus on than the nicknames is that this is our 40th recorded episode. And this is a big milestone for us. We like episodes in groups of tens and groups of fives too. They're nice, clean numbers. But I, what I like the most is that when we reach a milestone, we could celebrate twice because we have the 40th episode right now. But as you can see, it's episode 38. Uh, why is that? Maybe you're a new time listener. We started episode zero. We had a half episode. So we're really two episodes further than what the current number says. It makes perfect sense, right, Nafis? I would say it doesn't make... It's not that confusing. I think it's the half episode that might confuse people. Yeah. The half episode gets some people there. We, we might have to go over the show format again. It's been a while since we've done that. You know, we got a lot of new time listeners here, but Nafis, what, what can the people expect in terms of a show format here on our 40th recorded episode? Pretty straightforward kind of podcast. We jump into follow-ups from the previous week, things like polls on our social media platforms, reoccurring news or updates to previous topics. And oh, yeah. then we jump into trending tech, which is sort of the meat and potatoes of this whole thing. Oh, your favorite saying, meat and potatoes. Oh, yeah. You know, I love saying you that. You gave me shit for that last episode when we were <laughs> talking about <laughs> random business things. But the office, I, the other thing that the listeners don't know is we always find out how the hell the office is. How the hell are you, my man? Um, you know, Charlie, I'm just feeling light, feeling light. on top of the world. Things are going great. Okay. Um, Though there in like the last week and this wasn't exactly recently, but for whatever reason, I was just thinking about this today. There was a, a bit of, you know, conflict I had to resolve. There was some tension. Oh, really? Um, and it had to, had to do with the barber shop. So I've been seeing like this <laughs> same barber for like a few weeks now. And I'm not going to lie. I've already like he's not a bad barber, but I just feel like, I don't know, he's kind of younger and a little spazzy. And I've, I've seen like another barber at the same shop, but I always forget, like I always get my hair cut on Thursday, apparently. And that guy just happens to not work on Thursday. So I finally schedule an appointment with the guy. I schedule it like pretty early in the morning, around like 9 a.m. I walk in there. There's only like three people in the place. One other customer that's like waiting. The guy that who's, you know, who's about to cut my hair. And then the other guy who always cuts my hair. And I immediately just don't make eye contact. Oh, wow. <laughs> so what you're telling me is you decided to cheat on the barber that you started with at the, at the barber me. shop. And you cheated on him. 
with the new one. <laughs> yes. And then they were the only two barbers in the shop at the time. And, and I do know which barber shop you go to. I believe it's the same one I go to. Yes, and it you're is. actually talking about the, the barber who you are, who is the mistress in this story is Eric. Am I right? Here? It is Eric. Okay. So you're cheating on what, what's your original barber's name? Mike. So you've cheated on Mike with Eric and you walked in there. Mike sees, does Mike think you're coming to see him? Oh, dude, a hundred percent. He thinks I'm a walking bro. <laughs> Mike's like, oh my man, it's my regular. Dude, I immediately just kind of like didn't make eye contact. And like I sat down in sort of like the waiting area and I'm just on like TikTok, just trying to pretend like I'm not there. And like, there's only four of us in this whole place. Like there's no way. You're just ignoring the dude that always cuts your hair. Yeah, there's like no way. And he's like, oh yeah, you ready for me? Uh, you know, no, baby, for, I'm ready uh, for him. And I was like, oh, no, you know, I, I scheduled an appointment with Eric and he's like, oh, OK. And then just miraculously, another customer who happened to be a walk in walked in at like that moment. And then that guy's like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm looking for a haircut and everything was so, resolved quickly. But so it sounds like Mike tense. really wasn't uh really that upset uh, he did say it was chill but like you could feel it you could feel the tension okay. you know what i mean like when somebody's just like you know he thinks he thinks i'm his boy for whatever reason and sure maybe he's a nice guy but i just feel like he's too spazzy eric is like this like you know veteran in the game he he's, is he cuts my hair i, I could attest to Eric. you know he is like slow methodical super chill the other guys just feels just too young and just like all over the place i don't know that's just the vibe i get from him but so eric told me last time so every time i book an appointment there for like a haircut and a beard trim it's a 30 minute time slot he told me charlie my friend next time you come in when you do the online appointment you need to book hair color and i'm like why like why would i do that eric i'm not coloring my hair why, why would i do that he goes oh i take too long with your hair you you've got so many different things it's so intricate i need to have the full hour and that'll automate it for an hour which is smart on his part but i, I guess i now i need to book for hair coloring i'm glad you to told eric. bro it makes no sense honestly like yeah eric also takes like somewhere between 45 minutes but closer to an hour most yes. times i'm looking at your hair can't be that intense i mean i feel like we get similar haircuts but except he cuts more it, of my it, beard it might just be how long it takes him you know because he does he spends some time there i mean i've had other barbers yeah, do my hair here. it takes like 20 minutes 30 minutes maybe eric takes a lot of time so yeah i guess if there is like a benefit if i need a quicker haircut i'm still going back to mike but Eric, you're my boy. So you're telling me that you're a barber swinger. You swing between these barbers. I mean, we're sharing a barber right now. I mean, I don't know if I'm being cocked. I have no idea what the terminology uh, is. Here. Uh, you are being cucked. Um, <laughs> and also, which is not an F-bomb, well, by the way, guys. Just that's, that's, that's a that's a term, terminology bomb. <laughs> it's a term. If you don't know what it means, please look it up. Incognito. Um, Hot live wire. All I'm saying is I've been cheating. Uh, so there was one barber I was seeing for like eight years, bro. And I just, just out of nowhere, stopped seeing him altogether. And I did I, the same recently. I feel guilty about it. Like, yeah, I, I saw Andy, the barber for a solid, oh man, Andy, the barber and I, we had a relationship for about, God, how, how long was it? Maybe eight years, probably uh, maybe like six years. And let me tell you about Andy the barber. The first time I go there, I had a little bit longer hair back in the day. Some of you that have known me for a while may know I used to have really long hair past the shoulders in college. When I was like early 20s, I still had longerish hair, but a little bit more medium length, like not as long as it was in college. And one day it was my lunch break at my old job. 
I had a buddy convince me, you know, there's a barber down the street. You know, you want to get it shorter because I told him this. Just go over there. Ask for Andy. He's great. He showed me an Instagram. Great photos. Just tells me to go over there, show him a photo of what I want. I say, you know what? Today's the day I do it. Why not? Go over to Andy. And I long ass spiel to Andy, just telling him, hey, my friend told me about you. You know, his name is XYZ. You know, great. Like, okay. <laughs> his name's not really XYZ, by the way, just to, to clarify. His name was Dave. But he's like, yeah, I know Dave. Dave recommended me to you. Uh, you know, I'm going through all this thing. I've never, you know, done this hairstyle before. You know, blah, blah, blah. Like, do you think this would look good? Like, I'm just on a roll. Like, I don't stop talking. And then what happens, a barber looks at me very much like a deer in headlights, turns to someone else. And then I realize that he only speaks Spanish, <laughs> uh, which I don't speak, as some listeners may know uh, from previous episodes. And let me just tell you, that was a beautiful start of a six-year relationship with Andy the Barber. Uh, um, so it seems like he didn't really need to communicate with you that much. He communicated to- through his scissors and all he would tell me is just, he say, my friend, same thing. And I would say, yes, yes, same thing. Andy. And I feel like he probably didn't give you the exact oh, same no, thing. It was every never time. the same, which is what kept the relationship spicy and, and lasting so long. But, you know, Andy and I, we broke up. He's just a little bit too far now from where I live. This new barbershop's near it with me. So yeah, I'm with Eric now, Andy. So it is what it is. Honestly, Eric, Eric, don't don't get too close to me. I'll leave you to. I like how we're acting like Eric's listening to this podcast. I'm going to bring it up next time I get a haircut. Just, hey, honestly, yeah, uh, listen to episode 38, man. Yeah, our 40th recorded episode. But that's a, a great segue <laughs> to our follow ups. I want to start with a poll that we actually had. It's still running right now as we're recording, but I think enough votes have concluded where we can at least give an update here. Uh, We do always post our poll results on Twitter afterwards so you can see where they landed. So you can check that out at not to be tech. Uh, Technical doesn't fit within the tag, so it's not to be tech. But the poll right now, Nafis, which has to do with your haircut, but more so with your glasses, I said, is Nafis sexier without glasses? We've been talking about this for a little bit now. Uh, I've shared stories in the past, what I thought about his glasses. And I'm surprised how close it is right now. Nafis, it is 53% agree with me that you are sexier without your glasses. and 47% say you're not. Uh, what are your initial reactions here? Um, so I've been keeping up with this poll throughout the day. Um, <laughs> very one, relevant to you. <laughs> I'm also very surprised at the number of people who voted. Like this is definitely one of our most popular polls. It, it <laughs> is by the impressions too. Like we have a lot of people looking at this. There's a few shares. I mean, <laughs> why? I, because it features you looking sexier without glasses. That's um, why I'm just surprised. So many people said no. I mean, I voted yes for the record. Me too. <laughs> so did, yeah. what did Gary vote? He also voted uh, that you are sexier without the glasses. All right, let's go. I feel like, you know, I did look through it. Some, And especially some of the people definitely have told me I look better without glasses. So um, be true I, to yourself in the polls, guys. Yeah, what the hell, guys? Um, I get two new sets of contacts this Friday. So I'm going to have a rotation going, figuring out what works best for my eyes. So hell excited. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, I was surprised too. I think it's clear you look sexier without the glasses. I think some people too don't like that we may be poking fun at Nafis. I think some of the people I voted know, like, oh no, like, you know, he looks so great with his glasses. You know, I could never say anything mean. Nafis is so nice. You know, I love him. Like, I get a little bit of that vibe from some of the no votes. I also get yeah, that. I, I like, could agree with that yeah, vibe. But, you know, it is what it is. You know, I, I can't. Everyone's opinion is their opinion. And here and I am just shitting that, on We it. got a couple of spicy messages. And we did get some spicy IG. messages. You're right. Including, uh, yeah, I know a couple of spicy ones. We got. Let's just leave it at that. But the less spicy poll 
is does anyone even like baseball? And I'm very proud of our audience here. We also had a lot of votes. 75% of you all said no. I'm very pleased. Uh, you know, the 25% that said yes, I would say only 25% of those yes votes are people that I think actually watch baseball. And the others were just really getting into the semantics of the question and just saying, yeah, you know yeah, what? People as soon do as like you baseball. posted it, I knew it was somebody who was going to be like, questioning the semantics oh, well somebody likes it so yeah, you know, it like, not be for yes. me. i'm proud of you all thank you for that but the other the other thing i want to follow up on is we have gotten a lot of feedback on novice's limewire story from episode 37 people liked it a lot uh you can go back and listen to that episode uh, our last one 37 there if- i had no idea such an embarrassing story in my youth would come back to be a funny story now as an adult it, it got me thinking though like that really came <laughs> From a time when there were just so many things that are different now, they're like, "How can you explain that to someone on the internet that's like not part of our generation, like not a millennial or anything like that?" Like LimeWire, like it is coming back as an NFT marketplace. That was the news from last episode. But explaining just like torrenting in general, like when it's just not as popular anymore, like some of the other things that would happen. And one of the things I came across recently when I was looking at an old version of a website for work. Uh, that I w- I hadn't seen in a while. I don't even know how many people remember this. Is when you would go on websites and they were so new to the world and shitty that they would have a counter for how many people have visited oh, the website and it would tick up every time like someone loaded the page. Like this used to be on every website and they would like start celebrating if they reached like a hundred or a thousand or but like it's like one of those old school things. Like imagine explaining that now. Like no one would give a shit at all about anything like when that. When you said a counter at first, I was thinking more of like the countdown thing. Which it was uh, yeah. also pretty big in those times too, for whatever reason. Yeah, imagine loaded up one of those old websites like GeoCities on Netscape. You remember that browser? Yo, Did you Netscape ever have used to hit though. I used Netscape. I even integrated my email into Netscape. There was like a whole email thing, dude. There was there was a lot of like. Do you have anything else you remember from that time? So like, I guess what used to be the precursor to emojis is like the smileys and aim. And this is so vivid huh. to me because it used to be big to like download smiley packs and you oh, know like oh <laughs> yeah I remember that you would get like special I would be like, yo like what smiley pack is that you have to like add it to aim exactly and, yeah, and, aim and, is AOL instant messenger by the way it's like and, and so on like a computer. when you're like away from your computer you could set some sort of away message so people who like downloaded a smiley pack usually got some sort of virus and then that virus would then post <laughs> this away message which then would get the rest of their friends and honestly this was like probably my first step into tech because that virus like destroyed my computer and I had to learn how to like reformat my computer at that age. Oh my God. And that's basically what got me better at technology. I've been there, my man. I used to have, I would be downloading like you could download themes for your computer back then, like where it would just customize everything and all your icons where you that was just oh, the dumbest stuff. Viruses, stuff that- cursors. You wanted your cursor to look like something else instead of like a mouse pointer. I mean, it was it, dumb stuff. And but- honestly, at that time where like the the resources of your computer were so limited, like that your computer was fan would be blowing so hard just oh, yeah. to like have some of this dumb stuff on. And then internet speed would be so slow too. Like, like just like trying to load one of those pages with the page counter. Like if an image was on there, like... I remember just waiting for something to load slowly. <laughs> like you would see like it's a temp of the image and like another block. Like, dude, it's 
people don't know the struggles we had on the early days of the internet that or like um so like when you had like dial-up internet if you had like three lines you could or whatever it was called like you could be on the phone and the internet at the same time but then your other line like your other phone line would get like blocked so i don't know if you remember this or did anything like this where you're like playing games with your friend online and then your mom's like yo your aunt told me she's been trying to reach me for like hours so i think my parents like the same thing they would say like hey you got to get off i have to make a call or whatever because this was pre-cell phones being widespread but my parents would actually do the opposite sometimes they'd be like oh yeah like can you stay logged in like we're trying to avoid calls from like oh that's funny yeah, so like they would do both. My parents, they were like, "Oh yeah, you don't, don't, don't worry about oh, don't it. Worry, yeah, you yeah, no, don't worry, keep playing." Yeah, Gaia online. Gaia, oh my god, I was a Runescaper through and through. I didn't do any Gaia Club Penguin, Neopets, Habbo Hotel. You remember that one? No, I don't know that one. Uh, I, I used to play Habbo Hotel. If real ones know Habbo Hotel, I'll tell you that. Um, I got one last one for you. Um, okay. And this kind of came to me after like using a mouse recently and someone was like, oh, the mouse is not dragging across the screen. Well, it reminded me about how like mice used to have that like trackpad ball thing inside. Oh, my God. The, uh, what, what did they call that? The, the ball in it? Uh, uh, what is it? I don't know. They yeah, just, I think it was just a trackball. It, it was, was just like a rubber oh ball that you would have to like take out and like clean out the fuzz inside because it would mess with it, how it worked. Yeah, like instead of it just being like like mice today, like they just laser. They're flat. They're laser. Yeah. There's no problem. But be a little rubber ball, like you said, it's fixed in one place. There's a little opening in it. You could like take it out, <laughs> clean it. it. Oh my god, I don't even know what to like like what you could even compare it to. There's nothing that does that. Like it's <laughs> it was like this weird analog thing in a mouse. Yeah. So you just I, I just don't even think about that these days. I'm glad we we've progressed past that. I mean, the trackball era was, was definitely not a good one, but. Uh, <laughs> That may be a good segue into uh, some trending tech office. What do you think about that? That's not a great segue, but what do you think about getting the trend to tech? Uh, I think we should um, ask Gary. Hey, Gary, what do you think? Let's get into some trending tech. Oh, wow. Thanks, Garrett. We've been talking about gas prices. Our last episode, we talked about how I get a lot of hate because I don't worry about gas prices anymore with my car. A lot of hate is also to these gas prices being found by Uber and Lyft, actually, too. So Uber has now added a temporary fuel surcharge. That was like a tongue twister. I didn't even make it a tongue twister. Uber (laughs) is sticking through these hard times of gas prices. There's going to be a fee, a a surcharge of about 45 cents up to 55 cents on each Uber ride. Uh, That charge is going to go directly to the drivers in each trip. Uh, It doesn't end there, though, in office. This is where it really hurts me. Uber Eats customers will also have the same thing happen to their Uber Eats owners. Uh, this is where it gets personal. Uh, it'll be either 35 or 45 cents added on to each order. Uh, and that will also go directly to the drivers. Um, Honestly, this is quite reasonable. It uh, is. It is quite reasonable. Uh, gas prices have gone up insanely. Uh, and as soon as Uber announced this, uh, which I think was, it was the 11th of this month, so March 11th, uh, then on March 14th, Lyft's like, yo, guys, we're going to do the same thing, too. Like, you know, we didn't think about it quick enough. So, like, we're still planning it, but it's coming. Like, we're going to do the same thing and, you know, <laughs> give it directly to the drivers. So Lyft's like, yeah, me too, guys. We're coming. Just, you know, look out for it. It's not here yet, but Uber <laughs> and Lyft are both doing the same thing. So here. I'm going to be using Lyft for a little while now. Yeah, you got a couple more days of Lyft before they they get everyone, all the developers, to like, all right, add this thing in, and like, you know, we got to copy Uber like really quick. Wait, so does so this surcharge goes to the drivers, but what about people who? I mean, 
this sounds dumb, but I guess not. I mean, not too many people are probably driving Teslas to do Uber, but. Oh, no, this is a good question. I actually read about this. So this also will go to drivers if they are using an EV, an electric vehicle also. And they're hoping that that is an incentive for people to move more towards (laughs) electric vehicles. I don't know if 55 cents each ride will be uh, an incentive for that, but. Uh, that's they didn't remove it if you have an EV because Uber obviously knows what type of car everyone's driving. It's part of their whole registration process. But even if you don't use gas, uh, the drivers will get this money. I do think it's a good thing that they're all giving the money directly there. They're not taking profit from it. Uh, they're also trying to get more drivers to you know be logged in and utilizing the service more. So makes perfect sense. It's unfortunate the gas prices right now, but uh, I wonder what other products and things will have to adjust to this. I mean, anything that logistically utilizes a shipping truck at some point, any type of transportation. Yeah, shit. Nothing you mentioned uh, it. Not Basically even a shipping everything. truck. It could be a, a flight, a plane. Everything is affected by yeah, this. So. It really is. And like, what's also interesting is um, like this kind of ties into a little bit more of some of the topics from last week about Ukraine and uh, I think it was like nickel production that, oh, yes. you know, is, um, you know, one of their, you know, biggest exports. Um, another thing that they export a ton of is like, I think it's neon and that's like, used- like what's put in light. I, it's like that. It's one of these elements that they I, export. I just it's- realized I've never thought about the word neon, like other than like neon glows. Like is neon like a <laughs> substance? Is it a yeah, chemical? It, I, I literally have never thought about this. I may not be the most informed on this, but they are like somewhere between 50 to 80% of like the biggest exporter in that. And like two of the biggest major firms like closed that down. Rightfully so. They're in the middle of a war, but um that is used for um, chip production. And we've already been having these sort of supply chain issues for so long. And if that just continues on with it, like tech is also going to continue to be more expensive or harder to find. So um, not great news. That is not good news at all. And what I, what's also not good news is that I didn't know that neon is a chemical element. It's on the periodic table is NE. Yeah, wow. You really um, made me question myself. I, it's a noble gas. It's colorless, odorless, monatomic gas. You know, chemistry, I didn't really have to do much of in school. Like my chemistry class in high school, school was uh, taught by the former home ec teacher and we used oh, a home perfect. ec room and we would uh, make monkey bread often and we would watch Bill Nye the science guy and I was a senior in high school at this time so wow St. Thomas doing <laughs> yeah, great really calling out uh, the school I went to but yeah <laughs> I didn't know that about neon I just never thought about it I just thought it was a type of light but I guess, I guess that's not wrong yeah I'm an idiot Charlie you're not dumb and why don't you just wow. do an easy layup for this next topic uh, I feel like you know a lot about <laughs> Oh, easy layout. Yeah, our next topic here is actually has to do with iOS. Surprise, surprise. So our last episode, we talked about the Apple event, some new things to you look sheep. out for. Yeah, I am. <laughs> that's me. But everyone that's on iOS also can now get the 15.4 release of their software. Now, there's a couple cool things here. We've talked about a lot of these features in the past as they were announced. I think the one that's most relevant as a follow-up is actually their new anti-stalking measures uh, when it comes to AirTags. So we talked about this in depth where someone could just buy an Apple AirTag and it's just a little circle. You put it somewhere. It's to help you find lost devices. I have one in my wallet attached to my keys. I think Nofis does as well. It's a very useful tool. But some people are using this for bad. They're putting it on uh, maybe someone's purse or like cars. cars. I mean, anything hidden where obviously you're stalking someone. So they've implemented some new things where it'll be 
making louder noises if it's far away from the person that set it up. So if I were to set it up and then, you know, stick it in someone's car and I'm obviously not there, you know, it should alert them. It should alert other phones around them that there's something missing. So good feature from them. That's finally out here. Uh, there's another one with Face ID, which I feel like is long overdue here. Face ID, which is where you use your face and the camera to open up your phone. It's long had issues ever since COVID started with masks. Uh, they have just released a mask-friendly Face ID setting where you can turn this on and it'll recognize you while you're wearing a mask. Uh, some users have already reported that it's a little tougher if you have glasses on, that it's not Fuck. perfect. And it's also not as Oh, that's accurate. my first one. I'm sorry, guys. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so apparently uh, it's obviously it's not going to be as accurate if it's just looking at above the mask, above your nose there. But there's some issues with glasses, too. So you got to keep the contacts on if you're going to use this feature. I see this being very useful in Ubers, particularly. Uh, I I would always get annoyed. I get in an Uber because obviously in an Uber, you have to wear masks and in there, you know, you know trying to open up my phone. It'd be I very would annoying. argue that it, it's that it's not that untimely because at least when, you know, quarantine was more of a thing and um, COVID was, you know, on higher rises, you know, I think everyone had a higher tolerance to have a like a mask on and then, you know, put their coat in and whatnot. Like these days when I do have to have a mask on and then I'm like, like having it scan my face, I get extra annoyed. I think this happened to me last where I was at the eye doctor and I was kind of surprised they wanted me to wear a mask. I, I don't know. I just, it was the first time in a while. And then I'm like, Oh, and then let me check my phone. And I, I kept like not realizing that I couldn't scan my face. I I'm actually pleased with this. Very good that I got contacts. I think this story is like, to me, it's like, say you live in Florida without saying you live in Florida. Say, exactly I was surprised I had to wear a mask at the eye doctor. The rest of the country, except for like maybe Texas is like, yeah, yo, dude, like, why would you be surprised? Uh, sorry. No, there's no way to apologize. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, that's just, just what it is down here. I, I but no, you're, it, I, I actually agree with your point that it is, it is more timely than it sounds. I meant more so like, Hey, it would have been great oh, if we yeah, had this yeah. sooner, but no, like you're duh. actually, you're actually right. It, it is honestly like all sense. of the stuff they had put out there would have been a lot better. Like all the improvements to like FaceTime, like the whole like centering of your camera or like um, the sharing screen thing, which is now live, like the share play that yeah. honestly is super awesome. Like if you're just sharing screen on your uh, like iPhone or something and just showing people stuff, it, it's actually a really good experience on FaceTime. All of these sort of COVID after the fact features, it kind of sucks there now, but I, I mean, I guess yeah. we're ready for the next pandemic. We are ready for the next pandemic. And I, I, actually, I don't know why I repeat what you said there. That, that was a whole nothing statement. <laughs> yeah, that's what we needed. Face ID. Like, yeah, forget like, you know, being immune and all this, whatever. Face ID is what we needed. Well, don't worry, everyone. Um, I will continue to wear my contacts, even though I haven't. But I will, uh, especially for these new TikToks that we we have coming out soon. They're coming. I promise, guys. We we are working on it. There's a lot of blood, sweat, and tears going behind these TikToks, and um, mostly tears. There, there's yeah, there's no blood involved, at least on my end. But there might be some blood out there. Um, what? Facebook apparently has a TikTok account. Oh yeah. So Facebook Honestly, just kind of funny. So we beat Facebook to TikTok, but I think the question is what is Facebook doing on TikTok because they're essentially the biggest competitor to TikTok with their Reels platform on Instagram and Facebook. So they created a TikTok out of nowhere. It's a verified profile. It has the check mark on TikTok, but what are they going to do? Are they going to post like 
a video that's a reel and like it looks like it's a copy and paste from a reel and its brand is a reel? Are they going to make their own TikToks? Like, what is the point of actually publicly having a TikTok as Facebook? So, so the only thing I can think of is like I've seen these other TikToks where I honestly don't even know they're real or not, but it's like this guy who's sort of memeing about like, oh yeah, I got the you know, Starbucks handle on TikTok. And now he's making oh. like all these shitty TikToks. So like maybe they're just getting the handle. So no one else. So I know what you're talking about. And I think I showed you that, but oh, it was probably. For so me I'm then. sorry. I need to correct you here. It was not TikTok. The, 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 you saw this on TikTok. Yeah. But the guy on TikTok was claiming social media handles on Truth Social. Oh, and that's Truth what Social it was. is the new <laughs> social media platform by Donald Trump. We talked about it a few episodes ago. <laughs> you can find it. Uh, so this guy was going on there and registering and claiming like Starbucks, Walmart, like just random things. And he was just saying, you know, things that would definitely get. Trump supporters uh, riled up as these brands and he would actually make them look branded. It would look like if it was Wendy's, for example, and I don't know if he did Wendy's, but just an example, he would put like a Wendy's ad, he would maybe show a Baconator, but then just say something that was so off base for like who would be on this platform. And they're all mad. I can't believe Wendy's would say such a thing. Like I'm never going to Wendy's again. It's hilarious. It's just, well, I really forgot both of the premise of that. I really yeah. just connected two ideas that really were not connected. By I'm glad you brought reason. it up, though. It's a good follow-up. I mean, this is all connected to very recent <laughs> topics here. So <laughs> good work there. But yeah, we beat Facebook to TikTok, but TikTok's beat Facebook at just reels and everything. So it's very surprising what they're going to do on there. If we get any updates, if they post something, we'll let you all know. But yeah, their parent company, ByteDance, is like absolutely killing it. I think they're valued as like the most uh, expensive startup or most valuable at like 400 billion. Oh, wow. 400 billion. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense of how big TikTok is. Last a trending tech topic here I want to get into another big company. So I think it's AT&T and Warner Brothers. We, we, I think we talked about this before where they're merging. And a lot of that is, is still going on here. Uh, but that includes two brands, HBO Max and Discovery, like the Discovery Network. Uh, they both have so HBO obviously has HBO Max, which is you know streaming all of their content. Duh. And Discovery apparently has Discovery Plus. Have you ever used Discovery Plus? <laughs> no, not at it? all. And like I don't think there's a single individual that's in my network that is using it. Well, apparently they're announced today, and people are excited that HBO Max and Discovery Plus will be combined into one. <laughs> I assume they'll just both be in HBO Maxes. You know, it's not like HBO is going to go on Discovery Plus. No, everyone will be confused. And all the content will then be available for one subscription once this merger goes through. So I think that's good. Obviously, they're utilizing their resources correctly. They're not going to separate or segment out their content. There's not going to be more subscriptions available. But Nafis, the main thing I want to find out from you here. So one, I know that you didn't know Discovery Plus. So this is going to make the question easy. Like, what shows do you think are on Discovery Plus? Is it like Naked and Afraid? Do they have that? They might. I don't know. But the ones that their marquee shows, are the actual top shows. I thought like the next one would be like Ancient Aliens or something, but that's on Hulu or some shit. Yeah, that is on Hulu, I think. So the main shows that they have. So they they also show like, I don't I don't know why I'm saying this first. Anthony Bourdain, like his Chronicles and stuff. That's one of them. Isn't that old? I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, they yeah. also have one called, I think, like something about murder, murder tales or something like that. But I think the one that's big right now that they're streaming, and I had no idea this was on there, and it's mentioned all the time, is 90 Day Fiance. 
I had no idea that oh, Discovery God. Plus owned this. I hear people talk about 90 Day Fiance all the time. This all sounds like like early to mid 2000s TV. That well, like, is that how long that's been around? I mean, I I I don't think about 90 Day Fiance. I, I, I could be totally off base with that. But the other things you mentioned, I'm like, all that stuff is kind of just old. Yeah, but I... I, I don't, I, I think we should make that a poll. Does anyone, do you know that Dis, or Discovery Plus exists and do you watch anything on it? And, and, so that's subscription based. Like somebody's paying, they have yeah, right now base subscription of people based. paying money for that. 90 Day Fiance fans, if they're out there, maybe they're just driving that whole subscription package. That could be the main thing. Is that like a popular show? I've heard it a ton. I, it has to be. It's like one of their flagship shows. Um, I mean, I guess I could be wrong, Office, but I don't know. You don't hear I mean, people talking about the idea day fiance. I mean, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just like, yeah, I mean, uh, pop culture isn't my thing, and like, I'm just super confused about this whole Hashtag thing. Hashtag logged off. I'm logged off. Yeah. Well, speaking of logging off, that's a wrap for your boys for today. But you guys know what to do. You guys want to jump onto Spotify? Give us a quick five stars. Ooh, yeah. Maybe hop on Apple Podcasts. You can give us a rating there too for five stars. Follow us on social media at not to be technical on Instagram at not to be tech on Twitter and, uh, and not to be technical on uh, TikTok. Yeah, which it's will coming. be there soon. We'll be there soon. We love you. Love y'all. Stay tuned for the next episode. Bye-bye.